This podcast edition of Other Side of Texas is brought to you by our friends at Flint Boot and Hat, a West Texas original. You want a great hat or you want to make your boots great again, go see them at 3035 34th Street or Flint and 34th Street in Lubbock or see more at flinthat.com. It was freezing cold in Dallas when I made my getaway. I ran a cold front when I gave my truck the reins. Barreling down I-35 with one thought on my mind. Forget the race, find an open space. Well, hey there, howdy. Far Glad you're with us here. Another edition. I don't even know where do you even begin. So good to be on the show with you today as we roll along here on the other side of Texas with all sorts of new friends telling College Station, former Chiefs of Staff. For John Sharp, I'm sure, listening today. How you doing, Mr. Hodge? And goodness, thanks for telling your friends you hang out here. Jay West, Texas Leeson, just trying to get my mind around. I'm just glad it's Friday. Uh, at least we've got that going for us so far as I literally have not prepared for the show today. We, uh, <clears throat> but we're still going to bring you very high quality, entertaining, and informative radio as we roll along. We've been busting our rears all week, so let's have fun. You want to be a part of the program? You can text in 806-745-5800. That's 806-745-5800 if you'd like to. Uh, play along with us as we go through the program. We um, we're going to get into a few different things here, and one is at the end, towards the end of the program, last segment. I got a mosquito swirling around me. I don't know if it's like being a little bit overweight, or maybe I'm just sweet. I am just a. Um, if you have a party and you want your guests in the backyard to avoid mosquitoes, just invite me. They just hover me. Uh, we're going to play uh, What Do You Got coming up about uh, 40 minutes from now. What do you got? Uh, if you're familiar, let's give you a little... Uh... What do you got? Yeah, I'm going to do something. What do you got? I'm doing a right now on 19th Street. Yeah, yeah. Where do you live? So, uh, that coming up. About uh, 35 minutes from now, Justin Nelson is a Democrat running for Texas Attorney General. Lots of people talk about close races, whether that's uh, Cruz or O'Rourke, and uh, Cruz and O'Rourke, or maybe the Lieutenant Governor's race. Uh, but it may be the Texas AG race uh, that could be. Fairly close. Justin Nelson will join us about 10 minutes from now. Uh, let's start with... I'm going to talk about the new piece on OtherSideOfTexas.com. That is... Uh, look, I wrote it, but I'm telling you, that is groundbreaking. If you want to see in writing, and we're going to put the docs up too uh, this weekend, the supporting documents... And it's all fact-based. I'm not laying down... I, this is not Clue. I'm not going in for the envelope saying I know that it was Professor Plum in the conservatory with the lead pipe or the candlestick or revolver, whatever it was. 
But I am saying that I'm getting close to figuring out who, with what, and why. Um, we're, we're getting close. And we're going to keep on following that. But if you want to go see, you got a core of three. And look, again, this is just what facts bear logically deduced. Logically deduced. No accusation, just a logical deduction. You've got three individuals on that board. And how this fits with the Regents' rules, I have no idea. Uh, courtesy call to Ben Cook. Uh, this needs to be looked into. You've got the CEO of Vista Bank. You've got the chairman of the board at Vista Bank. And then another Regent with, and on personal finance, uh, financial statements, where you disclose your assets so that people can understand if there's a conflict of interest in what you might be engaging to best serve your university, the institution over which you've been placed as an officer, as a regent. People ought to know. And on those PFS forms, there's whenever you list your stocks, it's the, the cap is over 10,000 shares. And you've got another regent in Huckabee. So Steinmetz, Long, both at... Uh, John Steinmetz, Mickey Long, Long being the chairman, Steinmetz being the CEO of Vista Bank, and then you've got Chris Huckabee, who I think, I'll have to go back and look, maybe owns like five different kinds of stocks. He's not very active. So is four. Maybe he is, and he didn't disclose it. I, I would give him the benefit of the doubt and say he did, uh, but he doesn't own many different kinds of stock, but he, but he owns all this Vista stock. Uh, all this, I mean, 10,000 or more shares of uh, Vista stock. So, there's there are three that may or may not think like one another when they approach particular issues, especially when the former governor, Rick Perry, has at least a million dollar loan through Vista Bank. And his, his disclosure, Perry's disclosure says... Uh, they're on 50th Street in Lubbock. So, there's in Rick Perry, by the way, probably the most powerful Aggie in the United States right now. They're at the uh, Secretary of Energy. Uh, and then you've got Francis, the chairman, who, who really went to town on Bob. Oh, Mr. Numbers here. Mr. Numbers. L. Frederick. Francis. He's, he's Mr. Numbers, Rick rick francis and uh he's missing a lot of disclosure information and i go through that in the piece as well so I mean, if we're going to make this about numbers and that was the ulti ultimate justifying cause of ousting bob duncan so he said in the lubbock avalanche journal earlier this week uh, over a week it took him to respond then let's talk about numbers and those who are ousting others based upon numbers and proposed numbers you might assume that they themselves would have their numbers in order. And then you get down to Hammonds, uh, Ronnie Hammonds, whose some say a singular focus on that board is mental health. And the night that uh, Duncan announced his retirement, we broke that first, and then he announced, and Hammonds must have been grinning because in the statement, the, the Texas Tech University spokesperson said we're going to aggressively you've always heard I've always heard vet school dental school but what what they said was we're going to aggressively 
go after a vet school, a dental school, a vet school, and a mental health institute. Yeah. So, whoa. And so I ask, I ask sources, well, have you ever seen this before? And they say, no, we've never seen those three entities with the mental health institute on par with the vet school and the dental school, which, ladies and gentlemen, we've got five. We do have five. So it's all dog, and there's a lot more. There is a lot of chicken on that bone, and I go through it all. It's the longest piece I've ever published, but I did it in such a way to make logical deductions and to ask fair questions. Because as I've said all along, you um, you can answer a simple question or you'll have to answer much more difficult questions. And I do want to say this for, you know, I've been reached out to through different avenues. I'm not, I don't have an ax to grind with anybody here. And I think that if you read the piece, you can appreciate that I left a lot of snark out. <clears throat> I'm in a position where I can do some commentary and introduce facts I don't, I want what's best for West Texas, and a loss of Bob Duncan is anything but a positive for West Texas, and that is not to speak down to a Ted Mitchell, uh, who will become interim in a few days from now, Um, it's not to speak disparagingly of anyone except for the five, and uh, I, I much prefer a Texas Tech University that has Ted Mitchell and Bob Duncan, I don't know about you. But uh, that's not what we have now, and questions need to be answered. So we put a lot of time and effort in me and a lot of brave people put a lot of time into that. That is some, that is some great collaboration. I hope that you'll go check it out, OtherSideOfTexas.com, and share it. Love to hear your thoughts on it. Uh, George McMahon, while we're into Regent Gate, didn't get you the uh, audio pulled up there for Regent Gate. You might... Uh, remember this from Monty Python or uh, Region Gate Music. George McMahon, a Lubbock developer in the Houston Chronicle today. Here's the deal. Is that people down in Austin, by and large, think, you know, and this is the problem that Lubbock needs to begin to understand. In Austin's mind, in the Austin collective mind, Jayton, Morton, Littlefield, they think the way I think, uh, that we all share mutual fate. There are no cattle guard gates around Lubbock. And if the region outside of Lubbock begins to fail, Lubbock will fail. Uh, there is a mutual fate, no doubt about it. And just to speak technically on economics, 30% of your sales taxes in Lubbock are underwritten by zip codes outside of Lubbock. Uh, we have, whether we talk about narcotics with Sheriff Kelly Rowe. Uh, we talk about uh, rural flight. We talk about rural decline. This all comes in. You go talk to the people at Covenant and uh, UMC and talk about what happens whenever people don't have access to health care out in the rural counties. Lubbock County taxpayers at UMC begin to underwrite that bill. It is a mutual fate, 100% no doubt about it. And uh, But down in Austin, and I'll get back into McMahon, but I'll finish off with this point. We'll get off and get uh, Justin Nelson on with us. Uh, down in Austin, Jayton, Morton, Childress, 
Mule Shoe, Dimmit, Lubbock, all the same thing and nobody cares. And you really got to make your voice be heard. And I think that this program and, and other avenues have begun to let Austin hear us because I think we line up with a lot of people across the state. But George McMahon goes on TV, first on my Facebook and then on TV, and says, hey, it's a pay-to-play system with the governor. No doubt about it. George McMahon, going to shoot you straight. He's some Chronicle. Writes about it. The whole point is, you get these boys in Lubbock riled up, uh, they're going to raise hell all the way across the state. And that's what we do here on the show from time to time. Thank you for tuning in. Stick with us. Justin Nelson coming up. I hear he's pretty apolitical. So you may hear a pretty good conversation. I don't know him from Adam. I'm just going to act like he came to my door and we're going to have a conversation. Stay locked in with us right here. AM 580, other side of Texas. Be back with you here in just a moment. And you love makes a living worthwhile. Molded out of red clay and Baked in the West Texas sun to perfection is the other side of Texas with Jay Leeson. Oh, well, hell, the little things you say and do make me want to be with you. Rain on, it's a crazy feeling, and I, I know it's got me feeling when you say I love you. Hey, the other side of Texas brought to you by the law firm of Mullen, Horde, and Brown, LLP. Some news on Mullen, Horde, and Brown, LLP coming up as we get into Ragergate. Mullen, Horde, and Brown, LLP with offices in Lubbock, Amarillo, and Dallas employing creative legal solutions to address your business needs in the areas of commercial litigation, banking, financial restructuring, employment law, and estate planning. Well, we had to reschedule him, and now he's back. Uh, Had a little bit of complications there on Wednesday. He is Justin Nelson, a Democrat running for Attorney General. Give him his due here. Uh, Justin Nelson, are you there? I'm here. Hi, Jay. How are you? Well, it's good to talk with you. So I, I try to be pretty upfront and straight with people on this show, and let's be honest. I don't know you, you don't know me, but we're going to talk about why you want to be Attorney General, so let's just act like, let's just set it up like this, Justin Nelson, you come to my door, and let's have a conversation about you being Attorney General. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Let's go. So here you are knocking. Knock, knock. Okay. Who's there? Uh, Who's there? <laughs> I'm Justin Nelson, and I'm ready. Oh, hold, 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 hold on, hold on. My kids are naked. Hold on, just a second. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Grace, get get Charlie's pants on. It's an important man at the door. Okay, Mr. Nelson, I'm sorry. Uh, would you like to step in? Uh, so you're running for what? I'm running for Texas Attorney General oh, to right. represent every single Texan regardless of party. Now, hold on. Whenever you say that, what party are you with, Mr. Nelson? I'm running as a Democratic nominee, but most fundamentally, I believe that you should not know whether your Texas Attorney General is a Democrat or Republican. So tell me why. Why does it matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat in that that office? Attorney General? Yeah. Attorney General, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. 
What you want out of your Texas Attorney General is someone who's going to do that office with integrity, personal integrity, and professional integrity. And I'm proud of my legal career. I've clerked for two Reagan-appointed judges, including Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor. I grew up in Houston. I teach as an adjunct professor at University of Texas Law School. And my whole guidance and guiding mission here is to try to apply the law fairly and accurately and according to the Constitution and the rule of law. I think that's what all Texans want. And, by the way, my opponent is in He's the current general, and he is indicted for fraud. He for faces what? decades. He's for, indicted. For fraud. Now, whoa, whoa, Attorney yeah. General, that sounds like an important position. Hey, Grace, tell the boys to stop playing the game so loud. Sorry, Mr. Nelson. Would you? Uh, <laughs> so, on the attorney, so that sounds like a pretty important position. Maybe like you're like in charge of the law in Texas. You can't be indicted and do that job, right? It's crazy. It's so absurd. But yes, he is indicted for fraud, charged by a grand jury in Collin County, one of the most heavily Republican counties in Texas, by a grand jury, frauding his friends and fellow Republican lawmakers. He's been investigated for bribery just recently. He has taken a million-dollar loan and $250,000 checks from his biggest donor, which are empowered Texans. And he's refused to defend the Texas Ethics Commission in a lawsuit against his biggest donor, which has cost Texas taxpayers $600,000. I don't think that's a political issue. I think that's a matter of integrity, and I think that's rank corruption, what he's doing, and I think Texans deserve and demand better. Okay, so adjunct at UT and clerked for two Reagan appointees, Sandra O'Connor and who else? Wilkinson. I'm sorry, you broke up there. Even though we're supposed to be having this conversation in my living room, you still broke up. (laughs) <laughs> Jay Harvey Jay Wilkinson. Harvey, yeah, that's his name. Judge Wilkinson on the Fourth Circuit. He was on the short list uh, to be considered by George W. Bush for the Supreme Court, actually. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you kind of, yeah, maybe we continue this conversation if the kids behave themselves. Um, well, go ahead, please. Well, it's so would you not try to, as a Democrat, do essentially what I hear on the other side and sometimes quite frankly I'm proud of it but you know Greg Abbott said I wake up every morning I sue the Obama administration all day long or file suit against them all day long and then I go to bed um, are you if if elected Justin Nelson would you sue or would you file suit against the Trump administration all day long and then go to bed Well, what I think, I think that's totally a wrong conception of the office. My whole guiding principle is to take the politics out of the law. So when I wake up every morning, my guiding mission will be what is in the best interest of Texas and fighting for all Texans. I'll get up in the morning, what have I done to the people of Texas, all the people of Texas, every single day? And that's what I think the people want. So I don't see this office as a political one. I don't think the people of Texas should see this as a political one. Here's what I'll do. I will fight corruption, regardless of party. I will focus on consumers and consumer fraud. I will make sure that we have a fair and level playing field. And I'll make sure that all Texans have a voice, so that if, for example, they have a problem with their insurance company or that they've been wronged, that they know that the Texas Attorney General is someone that they can turn to, fairly and according to the law. Yeah. So talk to me then about um, 
talk to me about the corruption stuff. Uh, a couple of texts to get to here in a moment. But talk to me about where you see corruption. Where would you take off if you're in that chair on corruption in Texas? Well, I, I see it. Uh, I see it in the Attorney General's office primarily. I see it in Mr. Paxton, who is doing favors to his biggest donors. I think that we need to look into what exactly happened with Chancellor Duncan uh, at Texas Tech. Whoa! You've got time him. out! Whoa! Kids, hush! I'm talking to this man right now. Should I give up the shtick on that? I think I should. Um, so, whoa, 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 whoa you're, you're telling me right now, Justin Nelson. You're knocking I've ever had. You're telling me right now that if you are elected as AG, you're going to look into this issue with, with Bob Duncan at Texas Tech. I, I will. I think it deserves inquiry. I, I think that we should look into exactly what happened. Did you read my piece today on the other side of Texas? You know, I did not. Well, actually, I'll tell you what. Edit. Well, you tell one of your campaign chiefs, go find me Leeson's piece on the other side of Texas, and we lay out a lot of documentation there. Uh, it, and I think even for somebody who worked for Sandra Day O'Connor, you might find it a little bit impressive if I can <laughs> pat myself on the back. Well, I, I've read some of your other stuff, and I have no doubt that what, if you're if you're laying out a case, you're going to lay out. Uh, a case with with evidence and and, well, uh, and with logic. Justin Nelson, I'm not a lawyer, but I play one on the radio and uh, do what I can <laughs> in those pieces. Well, that's that's really interesting. What about like whenever you? Lots of people hear the term fraud, but where do you see fraud in Texas right now? I, I see fraud in Texas when there's insurance companies who aren't fully reimbursing Texas when you get. Gaming calls uh, on your cell phone. I see fraud when. Whoa, whoa, whoa. you're going to go after what? So, time out. Like this really is a conversation I'd have with a candidate on my front porch. Like I'm concerned. I understand all the insides and outs, but on a practical matter, how are these people calling me from a what I would otherwise perceive to be a local cell phone, and then hanging up? Do you understand what's going on there? Yeah, well, we have to investigate it right now that there's been no resources from the Texas Attorney General devoted uh, to it. And I mean, that's at least 45 seconds of my day every day. So I'm interested there. You, you and it's my it's not just your day. It's in, and every single person, and they, they try to get around it. And part of it is at the federal level, but a lot of it is at the statewide level to try to figure out what to do or what we do about it. And I think there are issues, whether it's on scamming on, and not only that, when you pick up the phone, they'll pretend to be the IRS. Right, mm-hmm. um, and or they'll be, or they'll pretend to be someone who I don't know who is uh, at the door, and and Gracie needs to, you know, uh, be quiet. Right, so um, no, she but, needs to uh, make her brothers be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, in all seriousness, what that's what I think. There is there is a lot of corruption, and uh, I think what all consumers want, what all individuals want in the state of Texas, is a fair and level playing field. So, because businesses don't want to compete against fraudsters and scamsters, and so that's what the Texas Attorney General's office is supposed to do: ensure a level and, and fair playing field. We're we're in Houston right now. I was in Lubbock on Wednesday. Uh, since then, we've been to Abilene and San Angelo uh, and Brownwood. We're in Houston right now, and tomorrow is the first anniversary of Hurricane Harvey, where there's been a ton of corruption and fraud to go wow. along with that. Yep. And the Texas Attorney General's office has been largely silent on it. 
And that's wrong. The Texas Attorney, you should know that the Texas Attorney General has your people's, for all, and what's happening right now, in addition to the fact, and maybe it's because he's taken his eye off the ball because of his indictment, but we've turned into an office of uh, how, how much can we try to outsue each other. And I think it's wrong. I think it's wrong when Democrats do it. I think it's wrong when Republicans do it. I think what the people of Texas demand is a Texas Attorney General who is, they can be proud of, who will have the personal integrity to do the right thing. And Jay, I'm not saying you're going to agree with me on every single issue. You very well might not. But you will know that I'm doing it for the right reasons, that I am applying my best judgment under the law to get to uh, what we think is in the best whether that's sure that we're cracking down on scamsters or making sure what is in the best interest of all Texans, not to further special interests or political interests. That's what's wrong uh, with the current attorney general. And he's doing that. He's taking these kickbacks. Do you know that Mr. Paxson's net wealth grew from $30,000 to $3 million while he was on the state legislature? And, I mean, I'll ask you. I mean, you know, I, I haven't heard a really good explanation is, or, about or that. Is, that. is that laid out on your website with fact, I mean, with, with verifiable evidence, 30000 Well, it's not It's not just me who's like saying Like, he's going that. from That's food like, stamp level to a multimillionaire? That's, that's not, he doesn't deny it. That's an, I, By the way, it's not just me who says that. When Ken Paxton's wife, think about this, Ken Paxton loaned his wife money to run in the Republican primary over in Collin County. And in that election, the Republican opponent, the Republican opponent pointed out that Paxton's net worth grew by 100-fold from $30,000 to $3 million um, while he was in public service. And remember, he's supposed to be acting as a lawyer, as best as I can tell, as best as we can tell, at least in recent memory, the only time he's actually said anything in court is to say not guilty, Your Honor. Yeah, but here's my other thing with Paxton is, and look, I'm not a devotee to either party here, and especially as you get into like, like I vote, honestly, I vote Republican, and that's clear. People can look that up on on public record, Uh, but whenever I look at guys like Paxton, and if you're right, if you're right, and I'm not... I'm not calling you a liar in any way. I've got to look this up for myself. Verify, verify, verify. But whenever you go in for booking and you get to wear your tie and your collar and every other Texan would have to wear a towel over their neck, uh, that says yeah. something to me. And But the other thing I'll say is that if I go from, like, my kids qualifying for a school lunch program to multimillionaire, yeah, it's a little bit of a problem. And but I'll cue that up for this part of the conversation. Good conversation here on my make-believe front porch with Justin Nelson. He is running for uh, Texas Attorney General right here, rolling along on the other side of Texas. Uh, Justin Nelson, the, the other thing that gets me is why in the world would the Texas Ethics Commission say... And this is where you is is Texas. If you have don't don't have any idea about the way Texas government works, these are the folks who look over campaign funds and make sure everything's square. You report to these people if you do something wrong. I have a great story about that, and my friend Maurice Stanley, a barber in town, that I won't bore you with right now. Justin Nelson he tried to run for he tried to run for city council was taking a collection in his in his barbershop, and he had to give it all to Honor Flight. Uh, but anyway, 
but a fairly significant organization that brings transparency to Texans and this arm of Texas government does not want Ken Paxton to represent it. What's that about, and what do you make of it? Well, I, I think what's going on is that Ken Paxton is refusing to defend the Texas Ethics Commission because it's a lawsuit against his donor and power tech. And power tech. Well, 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 well you, you were breaking up. Say that again. Ken Paxton. Uh, have, was funded by Empower Texans, and the lawsuit by the Texas Ethics Commission was brought by Empower Texans. So Ken Paxton is refusing to defend the Texas Ethics Commission against a lawsuit brought by his largest donor, Empower Texans. Empower Texans loaned Ken Paxton a million dollars in his first campaign for Texas Attorney General. He's given hundreds, and they've given hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars to Mr. Paxton this time around, including a $250,000 check. Uh, just this March. And what's going on is that Mr. Paxton is refusing to do his duty in defending the state agencies um, and because uh, evidently his uh, his largest donor doesn't want to, and that's just rank corruption. Hmm. All right, so one more question for you before we get you out of here. What is your view? How would you, you know, there's a scope of various constitutional views. When it comes to the state, and the U.S. Constitution, where would you plot yourself on that scope? Uh, originalist, or what would it be? Uh, I, you know, my, it's uh, a great question, Jay. Uh, I come from the Sandra Day O'Connor School, which is, is pretty much uh, applying the law and the precedent and using that as a guidepost for common law. And, uh, you know, most importantly, and that will change, right? It will, what you have to do is rely on, on court precedent uh, and rely on the text of the statute. Uh, I teach statutory interpretation at University of Texas Law School, and there are a variety of different methods to, to interpret statutes as well. And um, you have to apply all the tools sometimes in your toolbox to try to get to an answer. Um, and so I, I think, you know, having one set opinion to say you're only an originalist, say, or you're only someone who looks at legislative history, say, um, I, I think that's the wrong way to go about it. I think especially in the Office of Texas Attorney General, uh, you have to look at what the, that the cases say, uh, what the prior precedent says, and, and that's what's, uh, what's going to be my, my guiding mission. This race, for, you talked about, by the way, special treatment. So and, a Sam yeah, Day O'Connor conservative. Yeah, I mean, I think, I, I look, for me in this office, it's really not about labels, and it's, it's about trying to do the, the best job under the law, because the law might require you to do things that you don't personally agree with or disagree with, right? Mm -hmm. That the law might say that, that this is what is required, and the whole idea, if you're doing it correctly, is to say, okay, well, this is, this is what's required, and, uh, and you might personally disagree with that. But if the law says you have to do it, then that's what we should be trying to do, to come back to the rule of law. And you talk about special treatment in the rule of law. You talked about Ken Paxton being in a coat and tie in his mugshot picture. It's not just that on the special treatment in the courthouse. He was going through courthouse security, and the guy behind him had this uh, $1,000 really fancy pin, and he noticed it was missing, and he went to the Republican sheriff of Collin County and said, Sheriff, someone stole my pin. 
and the Republican sheriff says, well, we'll find the thief who stole your pen. Let's go to the videotape. And what do they see? They say Ken Paxton taking that pen and putting it in his pocket when he thought no one was looking. So my, I was, you know, Justin Nelson for justice, right? It's now Justin Nelson. I won't steal your $1,000 pen. Wow. So, and... And I think that... Hey, what, that's, what that's a $30,000 a year move right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just added uh, a quarter. <laughs> and hey, but, uh, but what I think that... Uh, sorry, go ahead, Jason. Well, I just want to go out to the text line right quick. Uh, this yeah. is kind of a curveball, but uh, this is a question I'll ask you, and then we're, we're going to get off and let you go. I want to keep you too long. How do that's we find out... Yeah. How do we find out more... About wind, this from James, how do we find out more about wind energy fraud in the form of cornering the unreliable electricity market by buying and shutting down reliable coal-fired plants and by being so heavily subsidized that wind can pay coal plants and still make a profit? The answer to that one, and I will be blunt on this, this is coming from someone who hasn't run for office before, the answer is I don't know. Okay. The answer is what what I plan to do as Texas Attorney General is to look into all types of fraud or allegations and see where the facts lead. So I just don't know enough about those facts. Yeah. But if someone's committing fraud, if someone's committing fraud, we're going to go after them. And you know, how rude of me to take a text from a friend while we're on my uh, proverbial front porch there, Justin Nelson. Hey, <laughs> well, great. you know that it happens a lot. Great. Why is your brother covered in baby powder? What is happening back there? Okay, I well, gotta, I'll I, tell you what, Jay. I, I have I have three small kids. I have five year old, uh, a three year old, and a, now an almost seven month old. So I, I, I get the problems of answering the door with uh, with small kids in the background. Yeah. Um, so uh, tell this, us this where one, we can find out more. Yeah, you can go to nelsonfortexas.com. We laid out lay out our plan for how to improve Texas to fight corruption, uh, to crack down on consumer fraud, to be a lawyer and uh, who can protect all Texans regardless of party. You should not know whether your Texas Attorney General is a Republican or a Democrat. Let's take the politics out of the law, and this race is integrity versus indictment. And I think the people of Texas, I'm hopeful, will right make the right choice. And who you want to hire as a lawyer for all Texans? And and I think that when people see that, you don't ask party when you hire a lawyer when you go to see the doctor. And that's what this race is all about too. So uh, I'm appealing to everybody. I'm going across the state talking about the issues, and and I'm hoping to represent everybody. Justin Nelson, uh, thank you for making time. We appreciate you. And your website is NelsonForTexas.com. NelsonForTexas.com. F O R. Appreciate you making time there. Justin Nelson, hope right. we talk to you in the days to come. All right. Well, thanks, Jay. appreciate your time. All right. Uh, Justin Nelson there and uh, Kim Paxson's people. Uh, it's one of the top-rated podcasts on on Apple. You're welcome to come on, too, anytime you'd like to. Uh, I don't like uh, the people with whom you're associated, but I'd love to have a gregarious, fun, engaging conversation with you at my front door. That's right. Even with you, Ken Paxson, look forward to having you. You'll come on. Just reach out to me like the Nelson campaign did. Hey, uh, speaking of reaching out, uh, we're going to reach out and play some uh, What You Got coming up here on the program. Stick right where you are. Going to go make some money. Be right back with you here in a couple of minutes. Call me up, sweet mama, and we'll go stepping now. 
welcome back into the program. Going to get into a little bit of Rager Gate here in just a moment. This segment's brought to you by Title One, Lubbock's digital real estate and title escrow company. My wife's a realtor. She loves these guys. She loves a lot of folks in, in this industry. Um, and Title One is committed to providing you with the highest level of communication and service from the time the contract opens until it closes See how Title One can serve your realty, consumer, and lending needs at TitleOne.com. Some Rager news. Also, want to get in the mailbag. Uh, gotten several. So we've been all in the middle of uh, Regent Gate, but switch over to Rager Gate for just a moment. Lots of uh, uh, mail that's come in. I promised yesterday that we go through the mailbag. <laughs> Wait, that's not, that's Regent Gate. Come on, guys. Get on the ball here. We're doing a show. Okay? All right. Um, yeah, that's it. Some, some Rager Gate. So, today, some news breaking that, uh, Mullen Horton Brown has pulled out as, uh, representation of... Rager, uh, Bart Rager and Rick Dykes and the entities that have uh, come under uh, Ford scrutiny there. And my understanding is that they had a new restructuring guy who came in and, and Moan Horton Brown helped make that happen. And they, that they talked with Mullen Horton, and we'll try to get some answers from Mullen Horton Brown on what happened there. And uh, Mullen Horton Brown decided to step down. That news is there on LubbockOnline.com. Tried to reach out to a couple of people there before the show, but you know, the show must go on, and uh, we had to get into it uh, as we were along. But uh, the mailbag here. And we're going to start with some Ragergate news. And I don't know where my friend John Lewis is, but he's supposed to be calling in right now. Um, hold on one second. Maybe that's him. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Uh, you go into the mailbag right quick. Maybe we can get some mailbag music going. This is an account. And I've got lots of this stuff. We've been backlogged on the Rager Dyke stuff. But I've get different accounts from people. And we'll be doing a deep dive on this. But this is from somebody that worked at one of their... Now, I said this yesterday. Rager Dykes, really, as I hear these stories... And I will say this. We have hours of... Like, I released an hour and uh, no a minute and 40 seconds of audio and i think that last time i looked between facebook and twitter it reached like a quarter million people that's how interesting this story is and we've got hours of more audio stockpiled that's been fed to us uh, from direct sources i should say direct sources that are just like what you heard you've heard more than likely if you hadn't please don't have the kids around and walk out to the garage or in the backyard and listen to it it's staggering but yesterday on the program i said 
and I really believe this. Like these crazy compounds, whatever whatever sect they are, these cults that get broken. Whenever people infiltrate these cults and then come out and have stories to tell, Rager Dykes to me is on scale with a cult. And I understand there is sales and there are sales motivations, and then you get like the whole car dealer uh, mantra involved and stigma involved. Sorry, I had to take a little Topo Chico there. Um, but it really is like a cult. Whenever you hear this audio, this is being led by somebody who is obviously not in their right mind and has a total, is is just short of cutting ties with the earth, that being Bart Rager. And it's just staggering to listen to. But then you get email accounts, people who say, please keep my identity but these are the years I worked. This is where I worked. We go through. I have folks who fact check. And and they get it. And I want to give you that. But first, we want to get on the phone. A little bit tardy here, John Lewis. I mean, you leave me out oh, of my rear sorry end. about that, man. Dude, I was just counting this list of all this nice stuff that I've got. I've been you don't, busy, like, adding you it don't all have together, anything. You know? You got oh, I've nothing. Got tons of stuff. I got a watch now just because of you. No, no, you don't. You don't have any. Yeah, because of me. Because you need to know how yeah. to be successful in life. And, well, and that's, that's all. what it takes, man. I consider you to be my life coach. You know, I'm trying to live my best Jay Lee. I don't now. think that you can. I don't think that you can. Well, Let's play up the ditty before we get going, shall we? Sounds good to me, dude. You want to hear about all this nice stuff I got? Stop it. Just listen to my awesome music. I wrote all this stuff down. Thanks, Ryan. I might not have everything, but I got one. Where do you live? You know why I live there? You know why I have that? You know why I got it? Yeah. Oh, you found out? Other side of Texas. All right, so, John, you want to come at me and tell me what you got? Yeah, man. Look, you better I'm got a lot because yet. people aspire to be me. We've got glass skulls <laughs> in our sales meetings, and people beat them with bats and pretend like they're the customer. That's what we got. That's what I got. I ought to have an airline. I don't know why Richard Branson has wooden George Washington teeth. How does that guy look like that, and I don't have an airline? <laughs> I don't know, Jay. I don't know. I well, wish I could help you. Well, dude. here's the question, uh, John. What do you got? Dude, I got sunshine on a cloudy day. Hmm. That's nothing. I've got that. And I've I own the month of May. They were gonna oh, call no. they were gonna call it J the month of J, but federal bureaucrats got involved and they said we can't do that because you've got too much already. Can we settle on May? And I said, Fine. Fine. Call it May. The temptations are the temptations are the worst of the bureaucrats, aren't they? They just don't know where to stop. Never, what what else never. you got, John? I got a lot. Well, look, I went to I went to Church's Chicken the other day, and I got a three piece combo. What do you got? Well, I only got a two piece combo. Yeah, I'm just gonna uh, shoot gotcha. you straight there. No, <laughs> no, they messed up my order, and then I got two of them for free. 
What? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens whenever, oh. whenever. What do you got? Where do you live? What do you got? <laughs> Man, you got me again, dude. Uh, well, let's see here. I got a 2012 Toyota Prius. A Prius. I've got a 2018 Ford Mustang GT. Least, oh. least from Rager Dykes Auto Group. Oh no. How do you still have that? They haven't taken it from you yet? Like, I thought you had to return all the cars if you got it from Rager Dyke. No, man. I just keep it in the backyard out there by the by the guest house. The repo man will never <laughs> find it there. That's a pretty good idea, dude. Well, that's what we got. I'm just trying to teach you the ways to be here, John. I like that. Well, it's how to be successful, man. I feel like I'm getting better. Every, every time I call you, I learn how little I have. And it makes me want more. I really need to do a uh, What Do You Got podcast. And just for people <laughs> people who are feeble and they need to really understand how the world works, I'll just tell them what I got and how they can get what I got. I mean, life, coach. like last uh, last week you're telling me, well, your car gets, your, your damn Prius gets 43 miles. I carry my truck to work. That's what I do. Oh. That's impressive, man. Yeah, I like want, that. Everybody's got save, their own cross. You want to save the earth? Truck. You carry your truck to work. That's what you do. John wow, Lewis. You carry this truck. You carry me. You carry the world. You're Atlas. Jay Leeson is Atlas. Jay Atlas, West Texas Leeson. Hey, uh, John Lewis here with us. Appreciate him making time. Uh, John, you got any gigs coming up? People in the Hub City can go watch? Yeah, come out to Savage Tavern on Sunday. Starts at nine. Uh, new venue, Savage. great show. We've got some Sa- of the best Wait, comedians. What in was town. the name of it again? Roast. Savage. Savage Tavern. Okay. All right. And that's on Saturday. At what time? It's on Sunday. Come out at nine p.m. Man, Get some laughs in before you have to go into work on Monday. Man, that's that's pretty late to be to be drinking Shiner. Well, we party hard, man. Look, you want to laugh or not? Hey, this is how it is, Atlas. Well, guess what? I got a roast at Savage you know Tavern. What? what do you got? You know what I got? I got a family and responsibilities in the in the whole West Texas audience to wake up to on Monday morning. Oh, That's what cool. I got, John Lewis. Hey, go check them out Sunday night, Savage Tavern, 9 p.m. John Lewis, thanks for losing again in our favorite wow. game. What do you got? Uh, have a great weekend, buddy. You man. Uh, John Lewis, ladies and gentlemen. Where do you live? You know why I live there? You know why I have that? You know why I got a chance? I'm a bad mom. I'm a boy around. I'll work my ass off, and I take it seriously every day. What do you got? Okay. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Text line certainly seems like you enjoyed it. Why don't you guys do that every day? Because there's too much to do in an hour. I appreciate uh, that you like that there. Uh, But we, Kevin, have to move on and roll along here on the other side of Texas. So uh, just to uh, cue it up, right before John called in, I was going to read from you the mailbag. I have a few of these. going to read you one. Again, the, uh, the cult. The Rager Dykes cult, uh, the Rager Gate cult. Uh, I want to read for you an email. Really, really incredible. Stick right with us here. I'll bring that to you here in just a moment uh, as we roll along here, other side of Texas.
KJ, West Texas Leeson here. I'm going to tell you about my friends at Flint Boot and Hat. They've been building hats since 1994 and repairing boots, I guess, since forever. My dog chewed up my ostrich boots. Jared and his guys replaced the heel, made them look new again, put new pulls on, and at a super affordable price, they've resold my boots, and they build great hats. Love these guys. Go check them out. 3035. 34th Street or Flint Boot and Hat Shop at Flint and 34th Street. See more at FlintHat.com. Hey, so I don't. <laughs> Excuse me. Woo! <laughs> Welcome back in. This segment is brought to you by Locally Owned Radio. So we end somewhere around 6 o'clock. It just depends on how things are going. Uh, this segment is brought to you by Lubbock File Room, providing safe and secure document storage and shredding services to Lubbock and the surrounding areas since 1992. For a free and hassle-free estimate, do what I do. Uh, call up... Uh, these guys get rid of all that junk mail uh, all the stuff that all your all your folks that you're trying to compete with you don't want them going through your trash on the business side you certainly don't want to go just throw all that stuff in the dumpster call 806-744-7666 that's 806-744-7666 irony or not uh, we talk about document storage and shredding services as we get into yeah baby I could just play this music on every segment it just strikes me uh, I'll give credit to my friend Michael on Twitter that's what got me whenever the segment began you know we've all heard these commercials now for years and now they're going away uh but the regular dice commercial was uh, some people don't understand leasing but we do you don't or however they said it and now these uh properties where regular dice was leasing and i'm not laughing at the common man on the ground but it is humorous that now uh folks from properties that were being leased are not being paid uh, so kudos to Michael there on Twitter, some people don't understand leasing, quote-unquote. Uh, so the mailbag. Let me go into a little bit of the mailbag here. Uh, this is a first-hand account. And I'm going to bleep out the language so that I don't get in trouble with the FCC. Um, here we go. Uh, the one time I remember taking off this is a first-hand account for somebody that I vetted. One time I remember taking off while he was an employee with Rigger Dykes was for the birth of my first child. I took off early on a Friday afternoon, and he was born on Friday night. I was off Saturday, which of course is a work day in the car business. My wife and son were released from the hospital on Sunday. I would planned to take off Monday and Tuesday and go back to work on Wednesday. My sales manager called me on Monday saying it was time to come back and make some money. I told him I was just going to take off until Wednesday. First baby and my wife would have um my 
first baby and my wife would have killed me if I went back on our first full day out of the hospital at home. I've not inquired whether there was a cesarean involved in this. I don't know. Uh, he called me again on Tuesday morning and said I was going to have to come in because Bart was going to hold a sales meeting that day. I was not happy about it, but went in anyway because I didn't want to get fired. The meetings always started off with a strange prayer and that goes something like, again, this is from a source that I've verified. I don't have an axe to grind against Bart Rigger, but, you know, you sow the wind, you reap the whirlwind. And that's what's happening here. Uh, a strange prayer that goes something like, quote, Please bless, God, please bless us with customers and allow us to make a lot of money. And um, he goes on and says, hold on. Uh, I can't say that on the radio. Uh, let me try it. I don't know what's, this is what goes on in the sales meeting. I don't know what's happened to men in America these days. And this is what his account of what Bart Rager said in the sales meeting. I don't know what's happened to men in America these days. They think that they need time off when their wife has a baby. What a bleep member of the female anatomy. What the worst bad word of all. Did you have a blanking baby? When my baby, when my wife had a baby, I was back out making blanking money like a man the same day. What in the blank am I going to do at the hospital? Change a blanking diaper? I've never changed a blanking diaper in my life. That's a woman's job. Exclamation mark. He then went on to say, if you want time off, go be a blanking public school teacher. Then proceeded with the usual meeting about how bad A he was and we could be like him if we just tried and so on and so on. I continued to work there but started looking for a job that day and eventually was able to leave. So, there you go. That's uh, kind of the work culture there, I guess. What do you got? Yeah. And uh, whenever you're that bad, eh? Then, Where do you live? Yeah. And uh, if people second guess you. Mind is right, mother. Okay, so there's our uh, Rager Dykes. For those of you who've been jonesing for some Rager Dykes, and those of you who are listening, I know that this has been spread like there's this whole fraternity of ex Rager Dykes employees. Um, before the lawsuit and uh just encourage you jay at other side of texas.com uh we will vet you and uh, we find that you're vetted out then we'll uh, my wife is so frustrated by the way because i've gone in and i've had to put up in all this research that we've been doing i don't have time to do all this and so I put up people to, like, before I put the posts up today, I had to run it through legal. And my wife is like, <laughs> this is, like, I see the ratings, and I see the website clicks. Why aren't we making more money? And I'm like, babe, this is lead loss. And she's like, no, this is you being away from the house. 
<laughs> I'm like, well, I'm hanging out on the other side of Texas and just trying to produce good content. But you know what? Eventually this will be uh, well off and on its way. And uh, it's just, I, I always say, whenever I quit having fun, I'll stop doing it. And I'm sorry I come in from breaks and I'm laughing hard. That was a pretty, that was pretty good, Michael. Uh, <laughs> you don't understand leasing, do you? Uh, there are a lot of people who are really, and I want to make this clear. There do you, <laughs> um, there are a lot of people who are really struggling in all this, and I'm very empathetic to that. Like, I'm, like, if you think you're more concerned about middle class folks and rural issues, then I'll go American History X on you and put your jaw on the curb and smash the back of your head. Like, I am that guy. And I do not want to make light, but there has to be levity and there has to be justice. And we put out the things that we do here and we, you know, there's nobody saying, well, only stay there. Don't go any further because if, if they are involved with this program, I'll give them their money back. Um, this program, I try to make it a public service. And it's a much better outlet than acting like a crazy man on Facebook. And I think that what we put out there is, uh, it, it just is, I think, genuinely helpful and try to do it in a West Texican spirit. With that said, uh, I've got a big date with my wife tonight. We're going to the Cactus Theater and uh, really looking forward to some time in the Hub City with my wife. I want to thank you. For tuning in and telling friends again, the podcast is free. We just broke four thousand on Facebook, and uh, more and more people following us along at OSTX Show on Twitter. Uh, we have some follow-up. I've heard from some this as we in the program. I've heard tonight. Got texts that I need to return and calls on my own phone that there is suddenly. A lot of interest down the southward way, maybe towards the capital, based on what we put out today on other side of Texas.com, part two, Texas Tech's Rager, excuse me, I'm getting them confused, Rager Gate, it's not Rager Gate, it's Regent Gate, Texas Tech's Regent Gate, and the question that lingers. Uh, there are some folks as I understand it, down in Austin, getting more and more, um, this this storyline's getting their attention more and more. Again, you can go to the other side of Texas.com tonight, and you can see, and you go to our Facebook page as well, this part two of that story lines up how, and you got a more plausible theory, you throw it at me. We went through a lot of documentation over this past week to put up what we did today it's all legitimate and none of it is exaggerated it is all by the books and we put together a case for you on other side of texas.com how these five could be involved uh, with one another how they made up a majority and how they ousted bob duncan sources say they believe bob duncan forced to retire uh, a big hit to the region and that's what we're concerned about here is the other side of texas and that's why we take it up i want to thank you again for tuning in and the podcast is free pass it along every one of these episodes goes up on our podcast we'll see you next time 
next week. No telling what's coming, and we'll try to drive the news ourselves. I think I'm going to take it upon myself to file a couple of FOIAs, and I'll, I'll tell you why as soon as I get answers for those. But I've got a couple of big leads in the Regent Gate thing. You got any info, tips? Again, Jay at other side of Texas. Any, I always say this to people who give me tips. You're never wasting your time. Send it to me. We'll evaluate it. If there's something there, then you can always say, man, I was a part of that. And uh, I'll give you credit if you want credit, if you want your name spoken. If not, uh, thank you for fighting the good fight. We do fight the good fight. I'm uh, going to get home. Got to get home. Great family, hot wife, above average dinner. Looking forward to a great weekend to you. We'll see you next time on the other side of Texas. Hey!